Welcome to the wonderful world of dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance, and today I am so excited to introduce Mayara Margri, first soloist of the Royal Ballet, and choreographer Ruth Meyer Howard-Jones, who have created an international dance film with 28 dancers from 18 countries filmed during lockdown. The film is called Sono Conte, which means I am with you. Each dancer has worked with Ruth via Zoom and recorded their solos in their lounge rooms, gardens, at the beach and in the parks around the world. Sono Conte is out now and can be viewed on YouTube. So let's hear about this wonderful, wonderful project. Hello, both of you. How are you today? I'm good. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> hello, everyone. Very well, thank you. Very happy to be here with you all. <laughs> so I can see that you are in, in your homes. We're all locked down in our homes. How have you been, uh, well, both of you have been dealing with the, the lockdown over the last few months. Mayara, how, how have you been? It must be quite difficult for you. It has been quite of a change, I have to say. Uh, the first couple of weeks was a bit like we felt super lost from not having a schedule to follow. And then we started thinking, like putting our own schedule together and following it also together with the Royal Ballet Company. They, hold, they have been giving us classes through Zoom, ballet classes, yoga classes, Pilates and all sorts, which has been so helpful to keep us busy and still fit. Uh, as, you know, to a certain extent. Um, and yeah, besides that, just trying to, you know, do other things, you know, I'm, I've been playing the piano, which is something that I almost didn't have enough time to do with all the, the performances and rehearsals. And other things are the interests of, you know, ours. I think it's been a great time to explore the fields. Um, yeah. It sounds like you've been keeping yourself very busy. Mm trying my hardest to not think too much about this sadness that's going around the world, isn't it? Yeah, very sad time. And Ruth, how have you been? Um, you know, you're the choreographer, dance teacher. Tell us what it's been like for yourself. Well, as soon as this hit, I kind of went into panic mode because of all the children I, I teach. And I didn't want them to feel lost. So I immediately started teaching on Zoom, I think ahead of most people because I have a lot of children that do have some kind of issues or unstable homes that I really wanted to help them and support them and, and let them know that I was there for them no matter what. So I started straight away teaching on Zoom and didn't even actually think about myself at all. And although I had this the quote from Dickens rolling and rolling around in my head and this and I was in a terrible state of panic I think internally because obviously doing what I do and as a mother suddenly I had no income left and yet felt responsible for all these children all over the place that have no classes to go to and I know some of them it's what they love most I have some deaf children that I teach ballet to and I teach dance to on a Monday morning and I know they love it and I felt very sad for them that I was kind of abandoning them and this sense of panic but then 
I think because I, I, you know, I was perfectly happy at home. I love having time with my children. So it, we sort of just can, fell into this natural rolling continuation of life, just with lots and lots of baking. Although I couldn't get any shopping. I couldn't <laughs> get shopping because I don't have time or the resources to stockpile. And that was a major, a major panic point for me. And but yeah. once I was over that, well, it's, just... it's, it's interesting the, the challenges that we individually face in our homes in, while we're all going through this same experience and particularly around the dance community as well, seeing how it's impacting and essentially desecrating for the moment the dance industry um, and or, all the theatres are shut, performances are cancelled. But here we have you know, two artists, the professional ballerina and choreographer and teacher, still being able to embrace the opportunities in lockdown and ensure that you are continuing to, to go, which leads us quite nicely onto the film. Ruth, tell, tell me about this wonderful film and where, where the inspiration came from. You mentioned this Dickens quote. So... Um, I, I think as a creative, I think I've been a choreographer my whole life. I come up with ideas continually and any situation in life for me is, I see it as a dance. And it started off, you know, the days I, I had this row, this on sort of replay, what you call it, on replay, this track in my head, which was, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. I was thinking, and I, I would fight with it going, gosh, how grim, why have I got this rolling around my head? And plus, I have some very dear friends in Italy and that were very worried about not only me, but the whole of England going, you know, you really need to get a grip and get, in, get off, stop working, go home. And one day I got a message saying from a friend just saying, all I wish I could have is a hug. And I thought, yes, wouldn't it be amazing just to reach out to somebody that you want to see and give them that hug? And so then I was thinking of how many people there must be in the world feeling that they just want a hug. And I think at that point, I, I started with this other track in my head, which is that reach out and touch somebody. It's that really cheesy song, but it was there. And with, Good song. With this other track. And um, yeah, I won't sing it at you. Um, and so they were both rolling around in my head and I was teaching on Zoom, as I've already mentioned, and I thought, actually, all I want to be able to do is reach, if I could reach through the screen and pass somebody a message, you can pass messages through the screen even though we can't physically touch each other. You can still transmit that energy. And that's when I sort of had this idea um, to do this piece and see if it would be possible to get dancers all over the world that would join with me to send this message of love and unity around the world because that's the other track in my head was that's all the world that needs is love and that's what everybody needs right now yeah especially it's it's it was a great great idea when you got in touch with me as well because then i thought how it's not just how about how the artists feel about this whole situation, but all going to the theatre and performing to so many elderly people and how much joy you give to so many people. 
every day in every performance being the theater or or even like going to the cinemas or something like that and cutting all that it's you know the connection you've created it is not just in between the dancers and you as a choreographer and the artist but now sharing this um information and sharing this film and this idea and these feelings is just it's also helping a lot the people that haven't been in touch with with the arts haven't been there to watch and enjoy what we have to offer so it's literally just bringing everyone together again and it's um it's very special and yeah it's a great idea to put that together yeah you must really miss that connection that you have with the audience who sit there in the opera house as we do all regularly what was it like working with Ruth um, on the choreography and on you know, bringing this idea, this lovely concept to life as the performer? Yeah, so our first meeting was through a Zoom chat um, uh, through my old school, uh, Petit Dance School of Dance in Rio de Janeiro. Um, she got my contact and we arranged. We were all already so open to each other and just met at 10 a.m. in the morning. I had kind of like had a coffee, kind of ready. And we all, all of a sudden she shared her idea and I really straight away really liked it. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people that you, you know, you feel the connection straight away or you don't. And I did feel that with Ruth. And in like 20 minutes, at 10, 20, we were already up. I was up in my room, kind of like moving. And she was like, oh, how about this and how about that? And it was quite crazy because then we, we finished the conversation and then I sent her a message. Yeah, I've agreed to do this project because it felt so nice. But what is it all about again? Like it literally felt like we had already known each other for so long. And as soon as we clicked on that Zoom chat, we started already sharing our ideas and our feelings and movement, which is... Yeah, I'm jump into that. So actually when... I sort of changed it from the original brief because I had a different, it was, it was going to be slightly different. Um, it was the way it was going to be built. And then I had this meeting with Mayara and it did. I, I it was really weird just before the meeting. I go a lot on my gut instincts. I have a lot of, I, I'm now listening to learning to listen to the little voice. And before it, I just thought, actually, I'm going to drop I'm not going to talk about the concept and something in my head was saying, okay, forget the concept, just have the meeting. And so, and I did, and I, and I met, and I met you and it was really weird. I felt like I've known you forever. And it was that amazing connection that I had already been meeting a lot of people over zoom, but when we met, I really felt like I've known you forever. And it was totally unexpected, especially on zoom. You get the sort of artist thing where you, you know, you hug and you, and you kiss and everybody's friends because you're working towards an end goal. But I'd never had that level of connection with somebody over Zoom. And actually, that's when I, I think I got back to you and I said, actually, I want to change it. Do you think we could make you the kind of main person in it? And I want you to sort of gather the energy of the world and keep everybody going because that's what this time is about. It's about keeping other people going. And that's what our message is, is that you know, we can get through it and there is an end. And so the kind of, the brief kind of got thrown out and it got rewritten as we went along. It's really interesting that you did a beautiful job of it. (laughs) 
this um, it's interesting, uh, sorry to jump in, but this, this concept and this idea that you had of, you know, sharing love and reaching out and connecting actually brought the two of you together. It's really interesting how it became an embodiment of, of how you've come together through, through this and how you've had this connection. It seems like this project has, has, is running quite deep um, for you and for the people involved. It's a little bit emotional hearing that story. It's really lovely. It was lovely because also throughout this, the conversation, we had loads of chats through WhatsApp as well. And, you know, sometimes, especially when the person had the idea about the project, you feel a little bit like you shouldn't really say very much about it because it's, it is the artistic opinion of uh, the person, the producer, whoever is leading it. But we were always chatting and like exchanging thoughts and like, oh, don't you think this would be better? What do you think about this being this way? Oh, this is nice. This is not. And it was, yeah, it was nice all the way. So very pleasant um, journey we had up until getting this film together. And I hope that the message and all this energy and positivity that we had on the way of building it and putting it together will be also sent out as well as the message of, you know, being with the person that's there watching. Yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely. It was incredible actually when we met to film it um to film Myra's piece in in the sort of for the different sections as it was really it was really quite crazy because the other people I haven't met them that we've I've rehearsed with them over zoom and then they sometimes send me a clip and say what do you think can we have another rehearsal and then they send it back but with you, we were there together in our social distancing <laughs> and um, with a silent, silent London at the early, early hour of the morning. And it really was quite special. And I really hope we've captured what we were both feeling. And I know other people around the world that are part of this have really enjoyed the process as well and have felt that. I don't think I will ever forget the day that I... I think I was a moment late arriving on my Zoom and I turned on the Zoom and there were seven girls waiting for me in Jamaica. And that was really quite emotional and quite mind-blowing that these people there and they felt so special to be in it. And that's what it's about, people coming together to create something, to pass that feeling. And hopefully that message is transmitted and that feeling because obviously it can't be a great choreographical work because we're traveling the world very quickly with this energy that is so beautifully captured there in the middle, as you'll see, and transmitted on and forwards. And so you can't create a whole you know, ballet. It's got to be snippets and it has to be. And I did keep telling people it's all about you know, the feeling and pass on the feeling and see how you feel. To me, no matter what I'm working on, I think perhaps it comes from years of being told how you should look, how you feel, where your hand should be, where your little finger is. But whatever I create, and it's more so with this than ever before, I wanted people to feel. I wanted people to believe what they were doing, to feel what they were doing. And that's why, you know, it was so wonderful working with you and being able to ask you your opinion and, and have your input because that makes it the real thing it is rather than you know a sort of 
performance yeah, piece and put it out a lot, there. A lot more special, doesn't it? Especially when you get the the whole the aesthetics about it all. You know how you how you just like you said how you should look, and you just go and concentrate on how you should feel. And for us dancers, sometimes that's not really the main situation because you have a choreography to follow and hard steps technically and so it's nice to just go back to very simple and be just yourself try to feel like yourself whenever you creating and as natural as you can possibly be just as human like because everything got stripped out from you you know your studio your proper floor you can't put punches on in the concrete so it's like they've taken every everything from you as a dancer as an artist but what are you left with and it's that's when the idea and feelings come and then and that's that's just a whole new level of choreography i find and you mentioned, I, I, I love this, this thought of this scene of the two of you social distancing, but early in the morning in this quiet London, you're from Brazil, um, you're, you're normally on the stage in Covent Garden, but here you're out on the street, as you say, no point shoes, you're stripped bare. And that must be quite a unique experience for you and something which you will take away. Yeah, definitely. It was... It was quite a challenge, but when I chatted about that, what am I going to be wearing? What am I going to do with Ruth? She was so open about just be yourself, just wear whatever you feel like you, you want to wear and feel, you know, free. And, and it, it all, I think everything's going to come across in that, you know, in the sense of, you know, human, like, like bringing yourself into your, into your, how you are as a human and a person is stripping everything out. It, it, it was a bit scary, I have to say, and it has been, because for us, ballet dance especially, we just need so much around us, kind of like helping everything, you know, to happen, um, meaning floor, proper floor, proper bar, proper, you know, everything. And now I've been just like dancing on my wooden floor downstairs, just laid a line, no doubt. And my bar is actually very low because it's my worktop, the, my, my kitchen island. So it's like everything is, you know, adapting and just trying to concentrate and focus in more, you know, what's above us, which is, you know, wanting to do something and wanting to make something special happen. So it's been also a learning process for us dancers, I have to say. Hopefully we can take it back to the stage once we're back. All this freshness about finding and discovering about ourselves. And I think that is the most important thing that we can take back with us once everything is over. <laughs> let's hope it's over soon as well. So let's just talk about some of the choreographic motifs that I, I sort of saw. Ruth, you created these um, there's wonderful where the, the mouth is covered and heartbeats and it's beautiful um, sort of pulsating feelings. Tell me about uh, your sort of, you know, the importance of these, these themes to you. Well, the, I think the whole way through this virus, um, right from the get-go, there was this whole thing about you have have to wear masks don't be out without a mask and I would hear it from friends in other countries around the world and then you had all this conflicting stories and conflicting 
news from scientists or the World Health Organization, you should wear a mask, you should not wear a mask. And that's why every now and again, they're wearing a mask or, or they're not wearing a mask because, and, you're, and our masks in the, in the film are just our hands because a lot of people couldn't even find a mask if they were even told to wear one. Um, so, and that's what it's like. And then obviously that hand on your heart is, that's the most important thing. And that's what keeps us all alive is our heartbeat. And that's what the love and the energy we want to send around. Um, and so it comes in and, and, and you take the message and you bring it to your heart and it's your heart that's, that's beating because without our heartbeats, we, we are nothing. And then everybody translates the movement into the way they do it. If you see there's um, the wonderful Stan in Vancouver, who, who um, he, he comes from a folk dance. Um, I probably said that wrong. And so it's not, it's totally opposed to um, the classical ballerinas who bring it in and they're very, very classical. Um, so it's the same kind of feeling and translated. And I wanted to make it personal to each dancer. That was very important. Because we all feel love and the situation slightly differently. That's why even though it's similar, it's never exactly the same. Because no, no two people will feel any situation in the same way. And Mayara, how did you interpret the, those choreographic notes for yourself? How did you embody that? Um, uh, I have to say it's different. Uh, it has been different, a different experience and uh, to try different movements uh, out of the classical, you know, aesthetics. Uh, but it has, it, like we were saying before, it's just about how would you feel about, you know, it's like you're covering your heart and you're covering your mouth. And that's like the two things that like, so has to be so aware at the moment, like you're still pulsing, you're still get gathering energy with anything that you see on the internet by like looking at a video or reading something inspiring and then you're passing it on and that's what we're doing by getting together and um you know putting this film together so yeah i feel like my interpretation is just i just try to be myself i actually haven't really seen the video <laughs> i have to go and have a little look and check i've seen my parts and i've seen a few posts on instagram and but i'm well excited to watch it actually and yeah well, there's a bit where you take in where she brings in so in the middle of it you'll see her she collects all the energy um from everybody so far and she's bringing it in and it's it's almost and she's playing with the energy of the world um yeah. and then passes it on and in the end we we played around with what she did quite a bit and together as we said um and you she takes flight the end bit actually came up on the spot we as i think you've seen me do before i will change things a million and one times and in little details and we were in this fabulous setting in the park with all the sounds of the park and we were playing with it and in the end you'll see how she literally is free and takes flight and that's how we want people to know they will get through this and you will carry on um but it's yeah, a, so things a lovely message <laughs> a message of hope and love and joy and yeah, caring. You, you've you've got a 
collection of dancers from across what, 28 dancers or 29 dancers, should I say, 18 countries I counted. I hope I counted correctly. Um, ranging from you know, the Royal Swedish, you've got the Cape Town City Ballet, you've got dancers from Cuba and Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago and Zimbabwe and China, Australia, you know, all, all ends of the globe, which is really quite um, important, particularly the backdrop of which we're having this conversation where there are protests and riots globally, you know, in terms of trying to, um, you know, quash racism and address the racism. Um, so I know that you didn't start out at this point because this was before the, the protests, the anti-racist protests, but it comes at a quite an interesting time where you've created this global dance film that represents the whole world. It's so wonderful. Yes, um, it's, that's quite remarkable, isn't it? The sort of coincidence of that, because I, I see everybody, we're all part of the same planet and same globe, and I, want, I want, just wanted to reach everybody anywhere that I could. Um, so I feel incredibly honoured by all the dancers that have wanted to work with me on this and bring their unique beauty and feeling to this is, has made it an incredible journey um, across crazy amount of time zones and language barriers. Um, I, I love, I adore languages, but um, I don't speak nowhere near as many to understand everybody in this film. And so actually in China, I did have a translator as well. And, but a lot of it, we just worked out between us with sort of, as we do with, as dancers and creatives by movements and you and it, it is we have we speak a global language which is dance and dance crosses any boundaries and any race it just shouldn't it that shouldn't ever be something that we even have to discuss because there should be no boundaries to anything and I think that's also must be must be sucked in and I know my wonderful dancer here tonight will agree with me that that actually has to be also part of it, that it has to be, it's that unity of everybody anywhere in the world. Yeah. The um, thing is one, uh, we different races, we all one, aren't we? And I feel like the theater has already is so much further than any other um, type of, you know, business or anything because we have literally brought so many people together no matter what their color their race in every company you see a wide range of ethnicity and it's not a thing anymore for us like that's why i feel like this whole situation and the protests and um it, it just it hurts me a lot because i already live in a world where i don't see that much of a difference but there's so so much still going on out there and it, it's really really upsetting to realize that um but us artists we have embraced every race uh, for so many years and have put things together and projects together and in the companies you have people from all over the world that um i feel like we we are almost ahead of of all uh, other sectors yeah. and i feel very proud of you know to say that the royal ballet we have 
all sorts of ethnicities and in every single company i'm sure ruth will you teach people from all over the world and there's no such thing as you know choosing you worth of doing it and you and you're not there's really art has none of that and and yeah it's just sad that it's still happening around the world in other sectors but we we're in the process of changing it and it's not something that's going to happen now it's something that's going to take generations to to get better but i already feel like we are as artists doing the right thing as you know yeah i think definitely Definitely. And in the Royal Ballet Company, you do really see that it has changed and it has moved yeah. on, um, actually. But I feel and I do find it incredibly sad that it's still I happen to pick up. I have this book of letters that changed the world and I happened to pick up one the other day. And um, it was about it was written by Rosa Parks. And I was just and it was on about the Black Lives Matter movement there. And I was just thinking. Isn't it atrocious that people still are fighting and having to draw attention to the same things? And it's a very sad world. And I think, unfortunately, there are companies that don't aren't as broad-minded and aren't as with it as they should be. And that has come more to light in the last few days. And I, I think it's terribly, it's, it's heartbreaking. I find it heartbreaking. Absolutely. Yeah. All my friends, for all the dancers I work with, because like Mayara was saying, I don't see any difference. Like personally, I don't see any difference. And I, and I know my wonderful friend here doesn't either. And we are just dancers and artists. And that's absolutely. what we are. Yeah, absolutely. And then, as you mentioned, you, you know, this common language of dance, this common language of movement that brings people together, not just as creators and performers, but also the audience from around the world who will be able to hear the message of your film and to see you know, a film made by dancers from all ends of the earth, from all different wonderful backgrounds, races, genders, different types of dance. It's exactly, I think, the message that the world needs to, to hear and be reminded of and the power of dance as well to be able to share such a positive message at this time, which is also the message of hope, as you mentioned, getting through COVID. So what does the next few months look like um, for yourselves? We don't know quite how long we're going to be you know, stuck at home. Um, what does it look like for you? I think it's actually um, very exciting because um, I have something else I want to do. Oh, of <laughs> course. I have something else I want to do and you're going I to tell us? It will work. Put it out mm. into the universe. <laughs> um, there's a piece I want to create and in fact I'm going to be talking with um, the wonderful Mayara about this. I want to put it to her if she wants to do this with me because I believe it, it's, it's a very famous story. It's from quite, I usually don't do other people's stories, but this one is one of my favorites on many level because I think the book and people often see it as a very linear thing and it's all about fashion, but actually no, it's not. It's a lot deeper and it could work fabulously, I, I believe, rehearsed and shot in a similar way. 
Um, so that sounds very exciting. Very give that a go. I love the hint of fashion. You know, all the serious talk of <laughs> love of fashion. Absolutely. Give that a go. Give that um, a go. And Maya, what about your, what, what, do, what does your next few months look like and your journey to returning back to, to the house, to the opera house? Yeah. It's going to feel really weird because uh, we're meant to be back in, in four weeks. So we, at the moment, having our summer holiday. And, but being back with all the government rest, restrictions and the amount of people that will be able to be in the room, and, but they still want to kind of like use the time and the space to choreograph and so uh, a few choreographers, our resident choreographers, will be pushing for something like that, but only very small groups. So it, it, we have no prediction of when we're going to be performing again. So it's it's just going to be really weird uh, to go back into this new schedule that the company is going to have to put together, considering all these uh, the government guidelines. Um, and I feel like the the idea of putting films together is really what's going to reach out at the moment and for the next six months a year even films and things that you can you know respect all the the distance and all the gu guidelines will be really the thing that will will project the most for a period of time and yes i think it's going to be exciting because I feel like every dancer is experiencing something special and, and different during this time, during this like self-isolation. And um, we, will, we will be like completely different people whenever we get together and be in a room for a full call for a ballet that, you know, involves 40 people and we'll be dancing around each other or there at the back in the, in the line of Swan Lake, just, you know, one this... this. <laughs> It's close from each other. Um, we will really appreciate those moments, I feel. Um, but yeah, it will be interesting to see as, as artists how we're going to get back into it and how much we're going to have to offer. Um, you know, we're going to come from different spokes into a centre again and we'll have so many experiences to like build and share. And, but I think, you know, like we were talking, so we were talking about Gaga people. You introduced me to the, the live online and, and I've been loving it. And we were also talking about one thing I've noticed is there's going to be people that have really grown and like yourself have been trying and exploring yourself. And I really believe that a, a, a dancer or an actress that's knows themselves and has has spent time exploring themselves and exploring other things is a far greater performer because the performance you give and the emotions they're far more real and you can embody a character with greater depth and greater personification or greater feeling and so i really believe that artists will actually come out of this real true artists will come out of this mm -hmm. a lot better and obviously some people will find they found a completely different path and that's all right too i think it's a it's also been a great time for people to discover themselves perhaps mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and i think it's been um great with all of the, the online access as well the what the audience well uh, you log on to the Opera House or the other ballet companies and you can see the numbers of the audience 
YouTube watches, you know, 30,000, 40,000 taking class, 30,000 people taking class with, with a dancer. This didn't happen before in, in, in such a huge crescendo of a moment. It's, it gives us so much access and to be able to see into your home, um, you know, to see where you live and, you know, what it gives us this greater insight as audience members into who you are as people, which I think helps us as the audience to appreciate and especially when you go back in, into the theatres and to appreciate your work and your artistry, I think even more because we now know you closer and more intimately. Yeah, sharing these moments with them as well makes them feel part of it and makes them feel, you know, they will, they sympathise and they will want to help and they will want to still come and watch us. It's almost like feeding, like I was saying, mental health is so important, especially when you get isolated from people that you love and people that usually spend time around. I just imagine all those people that, you know, went to the theatre twice a week and, you know, had this connection with uh, with arts and even museums. Like, you, you've got everything, you know, taken everything away from from all the enjoyment and all the entertainment from the people. So it's really, really important. Little films like that and performance that we put online for people to watch to keep them, you know, interested and also, you know, happy and entertained because it's it's all about being healthy also mentally. And it's a very important thing as artists to keep that going um, somehow. And I feel like we have been doing a lot of, about it and through internet thank god this happened this pandemic happened in a moment where we can collaborate and interact through the computer it's not the same but it is it has uh, yeah it has been helping a lot i think and yeah we definitely do yeah, a physical hug though don't we the one that you talk about in in the film that you are trying to project and share we do need that hug <laughs> we do oh, yes. very much feel we do yeah. i feel you know so blessed almost that i've met all these people and i think probably my mental health has been saved a lot by my times on in zoom and chats on WhatsApp with these people I have met, so I can only be grateful um, of all this and of this time because I wouldn't have had this idea if it hadn't if it had not been for this. We yeah. wouldn't have met. I wouldn't yeah. have met and worked with any of the dancers around the world. Perhaps I would have done one day. Perhaps we would have met, but maybe down the line. And it has been amazing to have jump on this journey with so many dancers wanting to share the same message and that has been a wonderful experience and something I will actually always treasure about this the people I've met and being able to create this to send it around the world and to send love to all their families and all our friends and all the people we've never met that might watch this and I hope you know like there's a girl she was in Jamaica she said we'd had a chat and when she sent me this message back she said you know like we were saying if one person feels happier because what we've made well then we've done a good job and I think I couldn't sum it up better well that is such a lovely sentiment and on that note 
My last question, what, do you, what message do you really hope or what do you really hope that people take away from this? Um, you mentioned her, her little insightful story, but for you, what do you want people to take away from it? That no matter how isolated you feel, there is always somebody there to help you. And you just need to reach out or take somebody's hand, reach back and say, look, I need help. And there will always be, I hope. People will always see that there is always somebody somewhere that will be willing to listen or help them. And um, Mayara, for yourself, what do you hope that people take away? From this moment, I feel like, because we've had a lot of time to develop, um, you know, ourselves as, as, as a person, it's just like trying to do everything you do at your best and trying to be the best version of yourself. And people appreciate a lot more the, the contact and the interaction once we allowed to, again, but also something that they can even take away from us is uh, learning something new every day. And we have in any moment, this pandemic means that we've stopped learning and this movie shows that we haven't, we have still been meeting people and creating connections and collaborating and learning something new every day, helping one, helping the other, helping ourselves to stay healthy mentally. So it's, it's just, you know, being positive and reach out, like Ruth said, reach out for help, for love, and there will be someone there that will give it to you, that will help you to get it. So I, I think... Like the title of the film says, Sono Conte, I am with you, which I think is absolutely beautiful. I'm really pleased to see that the Royal Academy of Dance are also supporting the project. Tell me about how they're involved. Well, it occurred to me that the, the Royal Academy of Dance that I've been part of pretty much my whole life so far has members all around the world and I wondered how they were coping, not only as members, as individual people, but also the RED, at managing to keep everybody going and keeping, and that was a very important aspect, starting this, um, going into lockdown, was thinking about people being isolated and these big membership organizations like the RED, having, like, also everybody looks to them to keep them going. And so um, through, a meeting with the artistic director um, they they said they would help and support it and so that is also that's how I met a lot of the people worldwide is thanks to them and the RED has always had a special part in the in the whole world for dance and yeah so that that that's how that connection came about was also their supporting of their members worldwide and I'm sure with all of their young students across the world and all the countries where you have um, artists participating and beyond will see this film and I'm sure they will love it and share. And for all the listeners um, who will definitely be wanting to check out this wonderful movie, go, it'll be available, it's available on YouTube and there'll be a link on um, our website but also on the Instagram of Mayara which is Actually, a little bit spelled a little bit differently. So, for those who aren't already following her, 
and probably you all are, it's at M-A-Y-M-A-G-R-I. Um, and of course, um, it will be, the link will be available on Ruth's Instagram as well, which is at the Jones Ballet. Thank you so much for your time today. Big love and kisses. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.